0: This is Dave. This is Duncan. Yanni here. Welcome to iPodcast Magic Missile, where we play games and talk geek. Broadcasting every week from the New River Valley in the beautiful mountains of Southwest Virginia, we bring you audio from some of the most exciting games, new and old. No actual wizard spells here, just actual play from great games. This is iPodcast Magic Missile. The two things I figured I'd sort of wander out of Games on Demand for were, were to check out um, if... Well, I guess a lot of the Evil Hat stuff is actually going to be happening in Games on Demand, which means mm-hmm. I don't have to go anywhere to try Fate Core. Mm. Um, but then the other thing I was going to check out was... Um, I, I, I do want to see what like Wizards is doing with Next. Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably... Because it's, it's sort of a throwback to 3, I'm probably not going to like it that much, but yeah. i got to give it a try have you guys have you seen anything either of you seen anything on um I keep up with it any I, questions yeah I'm, no I mean like like what what uh, I, I this is probably not breaking any sort of NDA but I was mm, into a very out, early play test now, right? yeah, yeah so um and it seemed like it was basically third
1: yeah it's with, still with like
0: character backgrounds
1: it's still there well they removed
0: all of the like character background sort of stuff really they removed the most innovative feature that they had going into that game that made that me way. excited about it uh, that, that was
1: Heiko said something on his blog about it yeah and so I think they I think they just rolled them back hard um but they let's see the the bad so here let me start with the bad because it's the thing that I remember the most okay they've still got their spell levels that don't correspond to the levels at which you learn them if they learned one thing from 4th edition that's what it should have been but anyways, uh, they've they've just added like downtime mechanics, which I think example. is good. I'm I'm not sure. I don't know. I saw a lot of comments that on the post about it that mm-hmm. I kind of agreed with, which were downtime. What's that? Because I don't know. Like I, I try and run a campaign like like an action movie, non-stop action. Like yeah. you, you know, sure you sleep and you eat. But you don't like hang out in town for yeah, a couple months
0: building your army. You're murder hobos. So you go
2: and you kill things and you take their stuff. Well, no, you solve problems. <laughs> I mean downtime is like love letters, except not Yeah. Well no, I I think that's exactly
0: what it is. I think it's it's the implication that if they're going for the simulation as aesthetic, and again it's it's an optional role. Uh, mm-hmm. everything evidently is optional next. So, so like are optional. Yeah. So like they're serious. Mm-hmm. Like uh if you want it if you want to build a sort of more simulationist world if you want to build a world that actually feels alive outside of what the characters are doing having downtime mechanics implying that your characters actually have a life outside of adventuring is a good way to do that I don't think it's for everyone
1: doesn't have a life outside of adventuring
0: no he doesn't explicitly it's part of the sort of setup for the Bourne thing it's
2: true well he did until he got activated you know and then it turned out his life was a lie yeah so they they've just added
1: that they've they've got black box monsters which I think is a good thing.
2: It is
0: a good thing. It is a
1: thing that they learned from fourth. fourth.
0: So it's, DMs it's don't have to like stat out they took everything. From fourth and yeah.
1: they they've pretty much removed everything else.
0: So how does it differ from third other than black box mo- black box mo- black bleh, black box monsters downtime and like all the bits of your character being modular. When you do the all bits of your character
1: being modular like I think that that allows you to remove everything. You could, as far as I can tell, you could have like ability scores and a weapon or something. At at some point. I mean, I, I guess you probably have to have a class. But
0: well, it's at that point. It's like OD and D, right? You have yeah. you have your 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 weapon. Your fighter does d ten that. It's Dungeon World. Your fighter does d ten damage and six stats. <laughs> <laughs> Go to. Which you know isn't bad. I mean, old school revolution being what it is, and I'm not really into it, but a lot of people swear by that. They say you know that that sort of simplicity lets you do a lot of just other stuff, free role play, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, if you're looking for something light, that's that's good. But by the same token, like, why not just play Dungeon World at that point?
1: It's a good question. Have
0: you played Dungeon World at all?
1: You can throw more it, dice. I, and I want. I want to play it, but I haven't gotten a chance. I can't really play on Sunday nights. So
0: yeah, I might. Maybe. Maybe sometime on a Tuesday, I'll try to throw together Dungeon <laughs> I mean, World. I I might
1: actually just have to buy that one at some point and you run it myself.
2: Probably cause... do because I think you have <laughs> players that would be interested in yeah, playing I mean, that. I like my. I really wish Blake could get it in at the store. He can't. I don't think nope. he,
0: does does it, it have all these
2: independently published
0: does it have paper? It does yeah. have paper, yeah. but okay. like all these independently thing published things, they're not they don't have distribution networks set up. Mm-hmm. So you could like buy a bunch of copies, but he'd just be buying them. Maybe he could negotiate a discount if he bought them in bulk, right? right? But he's still just buying copies and then reselling them, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Which it's I've good.
1: tried to get him to do that for me before. I've been like, just I'll pay five more dollars for it. I just don't want to. Bother doing this, yeah. But I can see why that's not a tenable business strategy. There's a few.
0: There's a few independent like publishers who will, or independent game designers who will do distribution through FLGSs. I mean, they'll they'll. Davidson mm-hmm. Baker actually might be one of those people. Now that yeah. I think about it, who will If you're nice to him, he'll be like, "Oh yeah, you can stock Apocalypse World and stuff." You know,
1: well he was able to order Apocalypse
2: World, right? No, I did no, it you online. got it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. that is got all of our physical copies. That that might. No, Caitlin got her own. Oh yeah, yeah. you're right. Never no, mind she that she got um, it through Fun Games. Maybe she did. I I was impatient on that one. Yeah, mm. I was like, I want it, I want it now, so I bought it online. That way, I also got the PDFs and mm. and things like about the World and Monster Hearts make a little less sense
0: in some ways because. I think one of the appeals of selling the books at the gaming store is that you can play it at the store. But those games really aren't appropriate to be played at the store. But Dungeon World totally is. Yeah, Monster of the Week totally is. Although that's you know from New Zealand or something. Um, What Monster of the Week?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not
0: by the same guy you did No, and shipping no. is way more expensive uh, if you're not in like Australia or New Zealand.
1: You know, when you said shipping and we were talking about monster Hearts, I immediately thought that <laughs> this was going to be
2: a character relationship No, event. no. <laughs> Alright, if you want to see these two guys make out you gotta pay five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Ten dollars is from Australia yeah. or yeah. New Zealand.
0: But so what else is what else is up in next? Like uh, honestly, most
1: of their posts lately have been about monsters, mm-hmm. and and like not about mechanics of monsters, about like skinning of monsters. It's been I don't know I don't which I could not even possibly care less about. They had a post about cosmology, and um, I was like, you know what? I'll use whatever cosmology I want. You can't make me. Yeah, I, I liked the fourth edition cosmology. I liked the three five cosmology. Yeah, they're both I really good. I made my own brand of cosmology because the one the biggest campaign I ever ran was Mordenkainen's magnificent campaign, which took place entirely in the Astral Sea. So I needed a cosmology, and they can't take that away from me. They, they can't, can't take a, that away from you. No, I mean, so like they made Shadowfell a subset of the.
0: Plane of Shadow or something or
1: something. I forget what it's called. Ravenloft. 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 (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I don't know what Ravenloft even is.
0: Ravenloft was like a finite demi-plane that you could get trapped on that was really hard to get out of, and it was entirely horror. It was like gothic horror. Okay. So like there was a Dracula analog and a Frankenstein analog Mm -hmm. and all the rest of that stuff. It wasn't a bad setting if you wanted to play gothic horror in D twenty, although or or AD and D. Although mm-hmm. those were poor systems for that, as we've discussed in previous podcasts, so, um, but you yeah. can do it, and uh, that that was definitely where they were going with that. There weren't, I don't know very many people who played Ravenloft, or played in Ravenloft. Played okay. so a campaign of Ravenloft
1: for a while. I remembered an interesting mechanic. They have tricked three five players into having at will powers. They, yeah. A lot of... And and that just feats? No. Really? Really. How does it work? Um, I think they're called maneuvers? Mm -hmm. And so, like, a fighter gets X number of maneuver points, and then they can spend their maneuver points to do special things on their attacks, and their maneuver points refresh each turn. So it's like, try to
0: disarm a foe, or knock him off balance, stuff like that? Yeah,
1: except you only get to learn a couple maneuvers at a time.
0: Well, of so course, because like, there's special techniques. you know, like, two
1: maneuvers. Yeah. And then you have an a maneuver point each turn that you can spend to get a special effect on your attack, which means that it's a more poorly worded but very tricksy because 3-5 players don't recognize it as such at will power.
0: But I kind of like it better because the thing is you're still sort of making your attack, but you're doing something special with it. Making attack in 4th edition. feels maybe. more it's like, like
2: a, at least to me, like the augmented at will encounter daily powers that the, the psionics had. get yeah
0: or it's it's or a hybrid between that and pathfinder's combat maneuvers which are a much sort of more uniform system than 3rd edition's various mm-hmm. grapple and trip and you know whatever disarm mechanics were right which i think pathfinder also did a good job of fixing <laughs> some of that stuff what
1: i always wanted 4th edition to do was instead of having at will powers that were like Roll strength versus AC mm-hmm. to attack. I wish they had said, like, this is a power you can use when you're attacking with a sword. And, like, wang them harder with your sword. Or whatever. Like, have that be the at-wills. So it it's like, can you use it with a sword? Yeah. Uh, but maybe you've got at-will powers that you can use with whatever and you're attacking with whatever stat it is you attack with. You know? I agree Because because then it's portable It's not like Hey I'm a guy with a hammer And can only ever Do this Or I can only ever Attack with strength Because I'm a fighter Like why can't you Pick up a wand And be a... Yeah Good question right Good question Because fighters don't use wands
0: That's true Explicitly in third edition You'd have to take a feat For that Wait, they let you take a feat to let a fighter use a wand? Of Couldn't you, edition? or or maybe you have to take like a level of rogue or wizard or something like that to use magical device or something like that? Like, yeah, it seems more likely that they integrated into the skill system. Yeah, it was, I think it was. I think it was, it was. It was. It was part of the skill system. But I don't think it was. It's yeah, certainly not a class feat, class skill for the uh, for but, the
2: fighter. Um,
1: I just got done playing in this Iron Kingdoms campaign, which it, it wasn't a bad system. It was about on par with like three five. Mm-hmm in level of uh, unnecessary complexity and crunchiness. Yeah. But it had so many completely unnecessary skills. Like, swim, separate skill. Didn't train swim, can't swim. You're an adventurer, jerk. Should've Mm -hmm. trained swim, you fool. I feel like anything I can physically do in real life My character, who is an adventurer, ought to be able to do. You know,
0: the funny thing, though, is that there's a whole lot of people who, despite being perfectly physically able, have absolutely no idea how to swim. It's not... I mean... Yeah, Yeah,
1: but they're adventurers.
0: Most sailors didn't know how to swim. What? Yes. Yeah. That was a thing.
1: All right, do you guys know how to swim? I'm just checking. Yes. But I grew up rich. Just checking. And therefore could afford swimming lessons. I lived in Hawaii. I need swimming lessons to know how to swim.
0: Maybe you do. Well, I mean, like, well, I, I when did she had swimming lessons? Did you go to? When did you, how did you learn to swim? I had swimming lessons, so no. <laughs> I'm
1: just, I'm just. Saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't you went feel to like summer camp be... and they taught
0: you how to swim, or you, you had swimming lessons at the Y and they taught you how to swim. Yeah, but
1: a, I can't I feel swim. like a parent
0: ought to be able to teach their child how to swim. They could, assuming they have access
2: to a pool and and on a regular they basis, know how to swim. or and or assuming a the pond. parent knows how to swim, hmm? or, a or a pond, or a pond. You're right. Yeah, when I lived in Floyd, there was a pond. There was an end where there were snapping turtles, so we, we were. Avoided that. You could end. lose a toe or a finger yeah. or something well, else. You just didn't go to that empty yeah. pool, uh, or not pool pond. Yeah, uh, but no,
0: I mean, people, especially people that grow up in urban environments, which is you know half the population. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. if you
0: don't have access to a pool and somebody to teach you how to swim, you don't learn how to swim. But these are adventurers.
1: Back to back to Iron Kingdoms. Let me go ahead. These are Sorry.
0: adventurers. Yeah. They
1: are heroes. They have they have the heroic spark that makes them PCs instead of NPCs and they can't swim because you didn't you didn't train swim you thought it would be more interesting to train like bluff or intimidate or something so don't well, get on boats also also use uh sailing sailing is its own skill like you can't sail a ship with navigation or
0: with like thievery have you ever tried to sail a sailboat? That requires training. Yeah. Again, went to summer, had had wealthy enough parents that I went to summer camp and learned how to sail. <laughs> Me my, too.
1: Gosh, we uh, keep coming back to this. I, but they're adventurers. To want
2: to so, so, there you go. My adventurer wants yeah. to
1: be able to do things. That's you know, true. Know, in 4th edition, it's roll thievery.
2: Or I, I, dungeoneering. I, I, I or understand that.
1: And it's like, okay, are you nimble? If you're nimble, you can probably figure out how to sail. If you're untrained, I'll let you make a check anyways. You're a hero. Like, your character is cool.
0: Birding I mean, wheel actually has cool. skills that are that specific, but you can always do beginner's luck, which means if you're nimble, you stand a chance of being able to do basic stuff on a boat. Mm-hmm. And, not only that, but if you're nimble and you try to do basic stuff on a boat, after a few tries, you, learn, you start to learn the skill. Automatically, interesting. Yeah,
2: you, you should always be able to like pick up Captain a skill by Jack doing it. it. Yeah, and yeah, like I agree. sure, you don't do a me. good job, your boat sinks by the time you get to the shore. But but that that's it irritates there. me when
1: they say you can't make this check untrained,
0: and it's like, well, well, it's like you can make any check untrained; you're just likely to fail. Yeah, or not succeed hundred percent. Can't do something
1: untrained irritates me.
0: Yeah, and on its I, face, because it's like, don't do that.
1: And the whole game is about doing stuff. Have you played GURPS? (laughs) I have GURPS Lite. I haven't played GURPS, because the one time we were going to play GURPS, it ended up falling Mm. through. Ah.
2: But if Um, you want... I was just going to say, you know, in GURPS, if you don't have the skill, you just default to the stat that the skill is based Mm -hmm. on at a penalty. Yeah, that
0: seems reasonable. Which is pretty much how Burning Wheel works, too. Yeah. But if you sort of want a crunchy, skill-based, very sort of simulationist, realistic, fantasy, like low fantasy type of a system... Burning Wheel is we keep saying we need to play.
2: I, 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 I we, bought ha- the book. we all
0: have the book because i thought never we gotten were going to, to play. I, Well, we will. We just have to find a time to do it. I'm halfway tempted, honestly, and I know this leaves Duncan out that the that to have an occasional Burning Wheel on the night that is not having Dungeon World because somebody needs somebody in Blacksburg needs to be playing Burning Wheel. I may decide I hate the system because mm-hmm. I'm not really into the crunchy simulation stuff. Yeah, but like. It's a
2: thing that I feel like I need to play at least once, just to have played it. I like the idea of liking crunch, but I'm—I've gotten lazy in my old age. Um, well, I've always, but
0: I've always also liked the idea of having a skill-based RPG where, like, doing things makes you better. Yeah, and that's one of the really nice things about Burning Wheel is I, it scratches that itch for me. You know, I, I, uh, the World of Darkness do that too. Yeah, they do. I don't think I will ever pick up a White Wolf product and play it, though. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Have you, have you done that before? No. Oh, really? Never? No. Oh. I mean, it's not bad. I played a Mage Campaign last Mage summer. is the
0: one that everyone says is pretty good. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. What, what edition I thought, are they on
1: I wouldn't know. Okay. I just... I, I never, like, bought a book or anything. I just used their book. But, uh... You know, it... It seemed interesting. It, it at least had a re- reasonable resolution mechanic... Like, our game kind of bogged down with one player having, like, submachine gun and all the proper training to use it, and therefore taking six turns per turn and murdering everybody. Mm-hmm. But... Wait. Oh, because your weapon gives you a
0: higher, like, initiative count or something like that? You can just... Or something. I never all really right. bothered figuring it out. I was like, all right. Why that wolf guy the... gets four turns per turn. My understanding of the wolf games, I mean, I've talked trash about them before. The thing is that I haven't played them, so I can't talk too much trash, but the idea... <laughs> Is that they're games that have great concepts and great fluff, and then the mechanics are basically just a different version of D anD. d Yes, that's true. Which is about fighting, I, but that's not really what the White Wolf games are supposed to be about. The White Wolf
2: games are supposed to be about like questions of humanity. And I, I have played them, and I feel like therefore I can trash talk them, and I will. <laughs> so they're just not very good games. Yeah, like they they. They are not actually storytelling games. The mechanics crush the storytelling. Um, that's that's exactly what I've heard. It's like, like uh, on the list of th- of games, like like the the, the the first
0: thing you should do as a game designer is make a game that the rules support the type of gameplay you want. Basically, if the game says it's about X, then the rules should be about X, and they should support you doing X in the game. And the biggest criticism of White, of White Wolf from everybody who's ever talked about it is that it fails at that. Most simple of tasks,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know. In comparison, fourth edition is is you know about fantasy, tactical combat, and magic and wizards and fighters and shit, and delivers that on a platter, you know, with diamond incrustation. You know, it's a remarkably well designed game once you once you figure out what it's
2: trying to do. Though, I, I do need to run some over the edge at some point. Because You keep saying that, and I, I agree. I, it's, it's, it's true. Both both games promised storytelling, and I picked them both up back in the day around the same time. And Over the Edge delivers. Yes, yeah. and... Uh, Over the Edge and White Wolf. And White Wolf is a bait and switch. Yeah. And like, Ooh, we're a storytelling game. Here, have some crunch. <laughs>
0: Here, have some submachine gun rules. Yeah. Um, I thought this was a game about wizards. No, it's a game about submachine guns. You're just not playing it right, <laughs> evidently. I mean, but yeah, it was it was a little weird because they had like all these spells you could
1: cast, and you could cast spells untrained. But it was literally leaping through a tome to see what spells were available to you. Mm-hmm. It's like ah, this is my domain. So hmm, let's see. I guess I'll ooh, I'll cast that one. And like you could train spells to get better at them, or you could yeah you know, cast any spell untrained, which I suppose is the thing that I was complaining about not being able to do a minute ago, but...
0: so Well, I mean, as long as it makes, makes sense, like... It makes more sense to me, like, if you're going to have an open-ended magic system, yeah. it makes sense to just say, this is what I want to do, and then the GM says, alright, that's going to require difficulty yeah, in
1: because this was not like that.
0: Okay. And I get the impression that's the way a lot of people played it. So, but... I, that that, was not that, I got the impression the from, like, my brothers played it, and I got the impression from him that that was, that was the way a lot of people, that was the way he played it. it. was like, if you wanted to do something, there's a difficulty associated, and you roll, and if you do it, you do it, and if you don't,
2: yeah. bad things happen. But,
1: like, by the letter of the rules, there were spells in a book, huh. and those were the things you could do.
2: So what that, that reminds me of one of my favorite GURPS supplements, which is GURPS Magic, which had, like, four or five different magic systems in it uh, that you could use. One of them was you would uh, say words that... You would like pick two or three words depending on the complexity of the spell and what you're trying to accomplish, and then if you rolled well, good shit happened. If you rolled bad, it didn't work out exactly the way you wanted. So like uh, the example they use of Sky trying to cast a light spell... And so he said Fiat Lux, because that sounded kind of Latin-y and sounded like, you know, create light. And then he botched the roll, and so there was a, uh, Fiat, which is a type of car, uh, it was really in Lux. Fiat. Yeah, it got, it got <laughs> summoned into the, like, dungeon that they were in. And that's, of course no one knows what it was. It's kind of that's silly. Funny. But one of the other mechanics they had was you get, you, it actually requires a prop and that you have, or like rolling dice on a chart. But you get a bunch of runes that have various different meanings. And when you cast a spell, you pull two or maybe three, depending on the level of the spell and what you're trying to accomplish, runes out. And then if you can explain how those two runes can make Which spell. makes it sort of
0: like the old Ultima uh, uh, magic systems, which I like. Because it, it, makes it, it makes it open-ended, but it makes it make sense, I guess. Yeah. The Dresden Files. Uh, neither of you played in the Dresden Files game that I ran. Dresden Files has a neat magic system where it's like you have certain sort of. I'm trying to remember exactly how this works. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you have certain sort of uh, specialties or domains that you do, and you have a certain amount of skill, and you know. But the things that you do in combat are things like, you know, making attacks or trying to bind somebody or, you know, putting a maneuver on someone, that sort of thing. So. You're still doing. You're still doing fake things, fake combatty things mm-hmm. with your magic, or non-combatty things with your magic. And the thing was that there were some general guidelines. Like if you want to affect something further away, or you want to affect more than one person with your spell, that would require you. That would bump up the difficulty. But basically, other than that, it was, you know, it was just what did you want to do,
2: mm. which is super cool. I, I do kind of like the unconstrained magic. I magic mean, is magic. Yeah. Right? You're a freaking wizard. You should... It's not like
0: you, like, know two spells, right? I mean... Wow. Well, you know how to do
2: magic. I don't know. I, I kind of feel... on what type of wizard. wizard you are. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, you're right. You're like a
1: pyromancer. Maybe you do. You only know, like, fireball and fire blast.
0: Yeah, but you should, you should... If you're a pyromancer, you should also be able, like, snapping all the candles in the room light. Or you should be able to, like... Melt something, or you should be able to. You see, what I'm saying like you should be able to do other things that involve. Yeah, fire. But those
1: are like cantrips.
0: Well, I don't, see, here's what I, here's
1: what I'd do if I were trying to make something that was like a solid combat system. I mean, you know, this is an assumption that that's what I'm trying to make. But uh, you know, like take a take your pyromancer and say like, yeah, well, they know how to do three or four pyromancy things, but also. You know, if you want to do something minor with pyromancy, go. Go ahead, and do it. Yeah,
0: like, you just, just get that. be
1: like, hey... Because you're a pyromancer. DM, I light all the candles in the room. Yeah. It's like, okay. By virtue of being a PC,
2: you're a badass I, I enough mind. to do like Yeah, just like how, like how like the that. fighter
1: can just swim. Maybe yeah. the pyromancer can't swim, but he can light all the candles in the room. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> 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 that. That is actually
2: a, a complaint mm-hmm. I semi-have about Dungeon World, is that it feels awfully... I'm oh, sorry. That's okay. Uh, awfully yeah. constrained. Um...
0: Well, uh, you know, I I I played it wrong too. But, I no, think but I'm not I'm not talking guess, uh, about
2: that specifically. I'm just saying in general, like I don't know the way the way it's set up. It is it's super Vancean. You you're playing uh, tropes and archetypes, but remember
0: that if that's that's true for spells that you need to cast in the heat of the moment, mm-hmm. but you can do anything with a ritual, anything, and you have.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If you want to do something with magic, you can just do it. Okay. I'm just going to tell you how much it costs and what you're going to have to do to do it, right? Sure. So actually, in that way, ritual magic is way more open-ended than it is in any other system. Dresden Files actually works the same way, but it's it's it has that same quality to it. Like, I need to call rain to keep this giant roll tree seed wet. Okay, mm-hmm. well, you're going to have to do this. Everybody get naked and dance. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so, so then, but yeah, you're right. In, in the heat of battle, like, yeah, you know your magic missile and your fireball and your invisibility I don't spells. Know you don't know fireball. I didn't say you, I mean one knows.
1: podcast magic
0: missile. I see. That's true. That was an interesting discussion of skills and magic systems anyways. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll be its own podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this podcast is fully copyrighted by its hosts. Visit us at podcastmagicmissile.com iPodcast Magic Missile Attacking the Darkness since 2012